Hello everyone, my name is Ravi Kumar, President at Infosys. Welcome to the next version of Trailblazers. Trailblazers, as most of you know, is about individuals who are making significant impact, change leaders, individuals who are disrupting industries, and individuals who are actually making impact to the communities and societies we live in. Today I have two distinguished guests at our beautiful innovation center in uh, Indianapolis. Um, I have George Oliver, the CEO, of, uh, CEO and Chair of uh, Johnson Controls, Nancy Burst, the CIO of uh, Johnson Controls. Uh, George has been with Johnson Controls uh, for a couple of years as the CEO and Chair. Before that, he was the CEO of Tyco and uh, on the board of Tyco and he was uh, responsible for the integration of Tyco and Johnson Controls. Uh, prior to that, he worked for almost two, 20 years in, uh, in the GE group of companies. Uh, this, he was a CEO of uh, Water and Process Technologies and uh, the CEO of uh, Engine Services, GE Engine Services. Nancy has worked for uh, many years in Abbott Laboratories as the Vice President for Technology and Business Services and the CIO at Abbott Laboratories. And this is a new string at Johnson Controls for you, Nancy. Uh, thank you so much um, uh, for spending the time today. I was very inspired uh, talking all of today about what, what the art of possibilities are uh, for the two companies to come together. Um, I want to tee up, George, the first question, you know, um, the world is getting smarter. Physical and digital uh, intersections are happening at rapid pace. Uh, smart spaces, smart buildings, uh, smart campuses, and Johnson Controls is leading the way, I would say. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you're powering this with the new age digital technologies uh, uh, of the future. Yeah, Ravi, uh, I want to thank you and the team for a fantastic day, you know, sharing our vision on how we're taking our, our buildings business forward and, and the work we're doing together to ultimately create value for our shared customers. And so I, I would start by saying that when we did the merger of Tyco and Johns Controls, it was with a vision that we had an incredible portfolio of of technologies and capabilities that historically have gone to, to market separately, whether it be building controls or electronic security or electronic fire. And we had a vision that we could put all of those capabilities together in a more integrated platform and, and more important, create capability to, to be able to extract all of the data from the censoring that occurs with those systems that positions us to be able to create outcomes in a building. And as you know, we're not only a leader in HVAC equipment, which today is roughly half of our portfolio. We're about a $25 billion buildings business. But the other half is our ability to be able to, to lead in building management systems. And so now with these combined capabilities, flattening the architecture, creating data capabilities to be able to now extract the data, and more important now, apply AI and analytics on that data to create outcomes within smart buildings and even beyond. It can be smart cities. And so we're making incredible progress you know, from a technology standpoint. We're working outside in, working with customers that we share their vision and what they're ultimately trying to accomplish with their businesses and where they see the opportunity to leverage the technology uh, that's available today. And uh, with our go-to-market and being able to take not only what we do today, but to build on top of that significant, right, significant capability to create more value 
is really what's positioning us to win with the customer base that we serve. And just to add on question to this, do you see the buyer in your customers changing because of the changing portfolio of services you're going to, you're going to now deliver to your clients? Or? You know, what I've seen is, let's, let's, let's face it, right, there's, there's multiple customers within the customers that we serve today because there's a lot, a lot of things that we do, whether it be selling HVAC equipment or selling a security system or selling a fire system. But what I've seen over the last year or two, an acceleration, that there's now a, a sense that with connect, connectivity, with data, there's so much more that can be accomplished. And so what I see happening within our customer base, that it's being led top down, that, that, that there's an understanding now of what the possible can be with connectivity, with technology deployment, with the use of data. And because of that, we're working much more strategically with our customers. And so what I would say is the answer is yes, you know, that you get into a much more strategic, stronger strategic partnership with our customers, that ultimately we ideate, we co-create, and then we ultimately deliver capabilities that achieve their vision. Thank you, George. Nancy, over to you. Uh, you know, since the day I've uh, been interacting with you, I, I know about the significant transformation you're doing on the IT stack and the tech, tech stack of Johnson Controls to keep it agile and progressive as an enterprise Johnson Controls want to be in the market. Tell us a little bit about what's going on on the transformation of the tech stack to enable and make Johnson Controls agile in the business. Yeah, just very excited to be here. And um, I think when you listen to George's vision and, and our vision of what we can bring to and offer to our customers, um, the foundation of that starts with technology. And if you look at what I offer, not only to Johnson Controls, but how I am viewed, um, how I view our customers, I, I'm, the, I'm the buyer. And when you look at everything that has to be digitized, it starts with infrastructure. And it's really important um, to look at where technology is going and um, make sure that is upgradable and workable to enable all of these new digital um, capabilities. You know, when you look at smart spaces and you look at how digital and physical forms come together. Um, it fosters collaboration through all of that infrastructure and technology. So we're very focused on how do we upgrade our foundation. We're very focused on how do we drive efficiencies and how do we build that common data platform to make those things um, usable and to feed into this whole vision of a smart workplace um, for not only ourselves, but also for our customers. Thank you, Nancy. So, George, you know, <clears throat> one of the things I know Johnson Controls is doing is almost driving a systems approach, uh, almost a systems approach of hardware, software, and, and connected services to reduce carbon footprint. Um, and that's a huge, um, you know, CEO um, agenda for many large corporations. Uh, tell us how, how, how that is going on and how is Johnson Controls orchestrating this? Sure. So when you think about what we're doing as Johnson Controls from a sustainability and being able to really advance the, the, even the social network that ultimately achieves that, um, we're very much committed with the, the resources that we're deploying. It starts with, when you look at HVAC equipment, it is the largest user of energy um, across infrastructure, you know, across the world. And so as we continue to advance our technology within our equipment, HVAC equipment, there's significant opportunity to reduce that energy consumption. And there's, there's new products that we're bringing into the market today that are 
20, 30% more efficient. That's only one part of the puzzle. The second is the, the building controls, which is then optimizing what we do, not only with the HVAC equipment, but then everything else that, that happens within the building. And so making sure that you understand the energy loads you know, during, during the 24 hours and optimizing those loads and, 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 and being able to create the, the right amount of comfort, but with the least amount of energy. Um, and then within a building, just optimizing all of the utilities, you know, whether it be water consumption, energy consumption, uh, space utilization, um, optimization of all of the other building systems you know, beyond just HVAC is what we do with our controls. And so for us, not only is it what we're doing internally ourselves within our own four walls, that every year we, we're delivering you know, a significant uh, improvement in sustainability with reduced energy consumption, with reduced water uh, consumption, uh, but then being able to bring the solutions to our customers that ultimately achieve their goals around uh, sustainability. And then as we think about what we do across the globe, we have 110,000 employees across the globe. <coughs> And one of our core values is what do we do in the local communities that also deliver a similar type impact? Because not only taking the expertise that we have in the space that we compete, but being able to leverage that expertise much more broadly in the communities that we work. And most of our people, we have, uh, I think, over a million hours of, of uh, volunteerism around uh, the topic, and not only through education, but also through, through volunteering with local organizations um, that ultimately focused on achieving similar type results. Great, and, and do you see this approach changing for retrofit development versus new development, or uh, is, is, is that complex enough for retrofits to play a role, or you think, uh, uh, you know, most times I, I, do be, I, do, I do get this feeling that it's much more expensive and much more difficult to do it with, with a retrofit and uh, existing uh, development. So we do, when we look at our business, for sure that with the technology available today um, that you know, any, any new build um, can, be, can be right from the start be built much more efficient um, in the capabilities that can, can be deployed. That all being said, when you look at the current um, infrastructure, there's a significant opportunity to upgrade that infrastructure. There's, there's equipment that's consuming significantly more energy than what today's equipment consumes. Uh, there's building systems that aren't integrated, so therefore the building isn't optimized in how the building is, is operated or, or maintained. And so we can normally go into a, a, an as-built or a current uh, building and always find opportunities to be able to take that current, you know, that current as-built and be able to upgrade, whether it be upgrade the equipment, de deploy some of the new software tools and capabilities that then allows us to be able to take that and bring it to a whole new level of performance that, that you know, delivers on sustainability goals and that delivers on being able to drive operational improvement within that particular vertical that that customer competes in. But I, I'd say that there's tremendous opportunity to do both. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nancy, you know, <coughs> um, we discussed today and, and I was, you know, reflecting on all these articles I wrote uh, in, in the Forbes a few, few days ago about the future of work. Um, organizations are going to move from private human capital 
to private human capital plus public human capital, which is the gig economy, which is gi which gives you the scale and the agility, and machines, which which give you the insights and the problem-solving capabilities, and uh, humans are going to do uh, creative and problem-finding. Uh, and in that journey, I actually think uh, consulting, system integration, services around the Johnson Controls ecosystem and powered by the Johnson Controls ecosystem is going to play a significant role. Um, and I know we, we spoke about it, about the partnership, how the partnership can evolve to, to create an uh, ecosystem and, uh, and a consortium of sorts with, uh, with the power of Johnson Controls behind it. Uh, how do you see this uh, happening for the system integration space, the consulting space, the services space, which companies like Infosys are in, in the smart spaces, smart spaces arena? Yeah, I, th I think it's actually going to um, help grow and expand um, and bring together um, the two spaces. When you look at um, what Johnson Controls brings to the table, um, we start from a building system solution and we're evolving up that tech stack to use newer technologies to exploit those outcomes for our customers. Um, when you look at the services, the traditional IT services organizations, um, we start at the business systems area. And, and when you look at the, the ultimate value proposition of how you create new outcomes for smart buildings and smart spaces where you have this gig economy where they want to foster collaboration, they want to be able to personalize their workspace. It's really the art of how you bring those two together. Um, and so when I look at the partnership um, with Infosys, both on um, the commercial side, our long-standing partnership on, on the IT side, that whole 360 view creates a whole level of knowledge and expertise that I think can help both of us share a common vision around changing uh, this industry and disrupting this industry. Um, because when you look at these areas, it's about scale and speed. Um, and if you look at some of the, the um, positions we have in the market space, how we're working up that, um, up that stack um, on the technology, and if you look at the services that Infosys brings together, we just have a huge opportunity to work as one. Um, I think the second piece is um, we share a common uh, desire to change how we work. And um, we have a lot of methodologies around how we work with our customers to define outcomes through design thinking. You share that same vision, and actually you guys have really um, focused on changing that whole culture globally. If we can bring those two together, and as we bring those two together, it, it just will um, bring forward a, a, an accelerated pace of how we can bring value to our customer. And that, to, to me, is what I think is, is quite unique for um, Infosys and JCI, as well as unique to what we do in the industry. Absolutely. In fact, I, I do believe that the Johnson Controls ecosystem can power the workplace for efficiency, safety, and hyperproductivity. And uh, the future of work, workplaces, and workforce is almost going to drive how organizations are going to behave. So right. I do believe it's a very powerful way of uh, driving transformation in large corporations. And, and George, you know, uh, I remember you talking about the digital world, the Johnson, con Johnson Controls Digital World. I, I love that idea of a multi-generational uh, platform where you plug in um, Different aspects of uh, um, different aspects and nuances of smart spaces, and you are able to make it multi-generational because the foundation doesn't change. That was fascinating because I've never heard that from uh, anybody in, in in your industry before. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, this um, came out of the the integration when we put the digital platforms together. We realized a, a key 
you know, one of the biggest value creators was going to be the data that we collected from the multiple systems and then being able to use that data in, uh, in, in new business models that create new outcomes for the customers that we serve and recognize that we have a footprint across every vertical, whether it be you know, stadiums or commercial buildings or universities or healthcare. We have incredible capabilities across those verticals. And what we've learned is that the foundation of what we do with our, with our integrated platform and then the ability to be able to house all of the data, use the digital vault to, to be able to, through not only our systems, but also other connected systems. And it could be heterogeneous landscapes as well. That it's the use of that full data set that is in, critical to being able to create the outcomes that we're trying to solve in the key verticals that we're working with our customers in. And so we've put, um, we've got a lot of IP, you know, that we've built around that as we've developed that capability. Um, and it's, it's the foundational um, architecture is, it's micro, micro, microservices that, with the pieces that ultimately come together, you know, that, that you can continue to connect. And then multi-generational, they just continue to expand and get better because of the capabilities that can, we can connect to our, to our platform and, and ultimately collect the data. And so this, combined with the ability to create artificial intelligence and machine learning, depending on you know, the, the data that we're utilizing or the problem that we're trying to solve for our customers, gives us an, puts us in an incredible position right, uh, to, to be able to capitalize on the, 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 this, what I would say, the new space that's being created because of all this connectivity and, quote, smart buildings. And I do uh, agree with Nancy that when you look at this ecosystem, that you know, the, the game is changing, that it's because of the not only customer back, what is it that they're looking to achieve from a smart building? And it's typically around people, assets, space, right? And we have censoring around all of that that's deployed in a building. Then the ability to be able to utilize that data to improve, right? To, to improve utilization of space, to, to improve productivity of the workforce, to be able to work smarter, right, within the workforce, to be able to improve the utilization of assets. That is what you can achieve with the full data set um, that we collect. And so as we think about the, the ecosystem that's being developing, we have core capability that we believe in a building has is, is, is got us in, in a leadership position. But we also recognize that there is other parts of that ecosystem, whether it be technology, go to market, other influences you know, from a, from a consulting standpoint that ultimately work with customers to define what it is that they're looking to achieve and then making sure that we're all aligned with our combined capabilities that create that success you know, for the customers that we serve. And so we're working today with a number of enterprise customers in the key verticals that we work within. We're working with partners like, like Emphasis and, and others Microsoft, we just um, you know, uh, discussed this week the, the opportunity that we have with BIA, which is uh, going to be a, a, a leader in the space that they're in, um, in, in the Emirates, um, around um, you know, waste management and the like, and the ability to operate um, you know, with the smartest building in the, in the Emirates. We're going to be part of that, working, working with Microsoft. So we see an incredible opportunity not only to create a lot of value for our customers, but then to work in a, in a very constructive manner with partners in how we ultimately deliver on those outcomes. So well, so well said, actually. I, I do believe while the digital 
technologies have virtualized the world, uh, the value is amplified in the intersection or on the edges of the physical and digital. Mm -hmm. And uh, companies like Johnson Controls can play a, such a big role uh, in that intersection, I would say. And, uh, and therefore, you know, therefore create an impact which is, uh, which is multifold. So thank you again for talking to us. Thanks so much for the partnership and I look forward to working with you. Thank you thank again. Thank you, Ravi. Thank you, Ravi.